It's DTS 174. We got more concrete details about Curse of Osiris stuff. New raid content causing questions this week at Bungie. The faction rally returns. All that and more coming up. You're listening to Destiny The Show. What's good, everybody, and welcome to Destiny the Show, the Destiny news podcast to keep you, the Guardian, ahead of the curve in the world of Destiny. My name is BBK Dragoon, joined, as always, by my great co-host, Diddy. Did you catch the BlizzCon hype, Diddy? There is a Nova <laughs> Widowmaker skin. Oh, my gosh. Yes, I, I am back on the Overwatch hype train because uh, the new season started, and I'm very excited about Widowmaker because this season I am forcing all my teammates to allow me to play Widowmaker, so... Haha, ha, suck it, teammates. Um, but I did, and no, I'm not going to switch. Um, but side notes, uh, last week I said I wasn't getting the PC version of Destiny 2 until the DLC, uh, and then they released Curse of Osiris details, and I immediately bought it on PC. So I now have a mm-hmm. Destiny 2 PC character that I'm currently grinding. So I have joined you guys on the PC clan. By the way, shout out to the DTS PC clan. I don't think Bungie has put a limit on how much experience you guys, how much the PC clans can gain because they did for the consoles, max it out at like 100,000 XP per week. Uh, We're already level six after two weeks on the PC clan. Already had 100 members as well. So, wow. Shout outs to you guys rocking it, getting those raid ingrams. I can't even collect them because my character's not at level 20 yet. So, yeah, just shout out to you guys and I will. It's it's so much fun, man. I have I do have the ultra wide monitor, so I'm playing 21 by 9, uh, 3440 by 1400 resolution, and now my graphics card and CPU are medium to low settings, but it just looks fantastic. It plays so so well, and I'm very happy with it. There is a lot of folks on the PC plan right now. Shout outs to Rav. I think it's Rav or Rab in the PC clan. I actually had a really cool experience this week, Diddy, where I was like, I need to nightfall. And I needed one more person. And so I just literally went to the clan roster, roster, whispered, said, yo, you want to join us? And he's like, yeah, let's do this. And I was like, that is cool. That is how it should work. That was awesome. Oh, man, BlizzCon, so much awesome stuff coming out. I have to nerd out just a, a little bit. The new World of Warcraft expansion is looking fantastic. Some of the new game modes that they're implementing in that is like, ooh, that's really cool. The announcement of World of Warcraft Classic, finally, vanilla servers supported officially by Blizzard, which is a really big deal. If you guys have been following the private server drama the last few years, it's definitely been chock full of its ups and downs. It is going to be a great thing for a lot of people. Diddy, I grew up playing WoW off and on for the last decade, and I can very safely tell you I will probably only spend about one week on vanilla because as awesome as it was, to get to, like, level 60, dude, is like 200 and some odd hours just from zero to six. It was, like, ultra grindy, and I know a lot of people have nostalgia for how much of an investment it was, like, to get your epic mount, these incredible, like, stories of classic vanilla stuff. So that is going to definitely appeal to some people, but overall, what a big week. Today's show, we are talking about the Curse of Osiris information. We got a little bit more details about the new level cap, the new power level raise, um, the procedurally generated mode, the infinite forest, and some press kit images that we'll share on our website, destinytheshow.com. We have to talk about that new raid content phrasing ditty. This week at Bungie, bringing the faction rally back, 
and I'll just touch super briefly on the Activision investor earnings call at the end. So let's dive into it. News. Now, Diddy, Bungie's pushing a hot fix. What's this all about? So the the hot fix the hot fix last week uh, in, improved some PC stability issues, but it also introduced a new one with uh, frame stuttering. And uh, they're pushing they've pushed out a hot fix again this week, hot fix 1.0.6.2, and that's going to address these stuttering or the hitching issues that were introduced in the last hot fix. So it only took them a week, but they did finally get those uh, stutters, and this is, as far as I'm aware, only affecting PC players. Yeah, so this new stutter problem arose after the memory leak patch went live mm-hmm. last week. Yes. And I actually have played quite a bit of Destiny 2 on PC since then, but not on public spaces. So I haven't been able to check if the memory leak has been fixed. I think it has. I mean, the clan roster is working now, which is pretty exciting. It's good. So, yeah, we'll see. And that hitch, that new hitch thing, I have noticed quite a bit, especially in PvP. So having that getting fixed in the next few days, I'm very excited for. Um, Curse of Osiris stuff, did he? I mentioned it from the future last week, just briefly, <laughs> because you know how great Bungie is with those Monday updates. A little bit more concrete details have arisen about it. What's our new level cap going to be? What's our new max power going to be? So our new max level is going to be 25, which is up from the current level 20. So that's actually going to lead me to believe that the story missions will get us five new levels. Uh, That's just conjecture on my part. The new power level, max light power level, it's not light level anymore, it's power level, as they say, uh, is now going to be 330, so up from 305. Mm-hmm. So pretty typical. I This is sort yeah. of what I would have ballparked, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is standard Destiny DLC fashion that we've seen in the past. Uh, so it's it's nice to see that uh, the new content is going to be raising the, the level, trying to, trying to get you to uh, grind some more for that new gear. Mm-hmm. And the Infinite Forest, I mentioned it last week, this is a procedurally generated space for us to engage within. That's really the only details that we know. It is located out of time, and it's fully controlled by the Vex. Did if you had to just speculate what you think this mode would look like, I'm envisioning probably a three-person experience in which the play spaces, these procedurally generated play spaces, are going to randomize what kind of mobs we're going to run into, it's going to randomize the geometry, probably similar to the way the Pyramidian changes in the boss room, and then mm-hmm. maybe an objective that's also randomized here. Uh, but what what do you see being optimal? Not realistic, but what do you want to see from this mode? Oh, what do I want to see? Okay, yeah. that changes my answer significantly. <laughs> um, I would love to see... So you know how the patrol spaces work right now, where you're you fly into an area and then as you go through another go to another area, kind of go through a hallway and it loads that new area and that's a static location. I'd like to see something that's just totally randomized, right? I spawn in and like you said, I hope it is with a fire team. Of course, it, it, it's most likely going to be cooperative experience, social experience. I'd love to just have it in. I really want it to be like an end game PVE location where uh, very similar to the wild, the idea that we've had in the past about just really high level mobs walking around randomly on in the space and they want to just kick your ass and they just they do because they're high level end game mobs. 
that uh, that you and your fire team can go out and uh, kill and get get for bounties. Yeah. So I'm hoping that it's definitely like you said, this opportunity for Bungie to show off their first time with procedurally generated content in Destiny. You know, I've been grinding a boatload of Warframe, and that has that sort of procedurally generated tile set design that keeps the Mm -hmm. movement new a lot of the times when you're going through these missions you're like oh i didn't know the hallway was going to go to the right this time so it at least keeps you on your game and then i sort of envision diablo style too and if they merge it right good rewards this could offer a great replayable activity my faith is not at an all-time high i can definitely tell you that but nevertheless i will still hold (laughs) out hope brother vance is coming back here for the Curse of Osiris expansion, which is pretty cool, and he's going to be a vendor. If you guys didn't know who Brother Vance is, he was the Trials of Osiris vendor. He was in the Vestian Outpost, and he is a member of the Osiris cult. He is blind. He knew Eris Morn, apparently, and was a warlock. After Marasov opened up the reef to the Guardians, this is back in House of Wolves, the disciples of Osiris concluded that the tower would never be ready for the trials, despite Lord Shax's efforts training Guardians in the Crucible. They took the Awoken opening the reef as an opportunity to train Guardians in the trials. Sister Feora sent Vance to the Vestian outpost to inform the incoming Guardians of the trials and give passage to those Guardians who are brave enough to enter. And that is the only backstory you're ever going to hear from Dragoon on any Destiny of the Show ever. <laughs> Boom. That's what else? Is, it is good news. There's another familiar Firefly voice actor coming back, right? Yes. So Morena Bakarin, who uh, was Inara in the best TV show ever, Firefly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we have we have Nathan Fillion yeah, as Cade Six. Now we have Miranda Bakker, and she's coming back as the voice actor for the uh, Osiris Ghost, and it's going to be traveling through time with 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 him. Yeah, and Ikora Ray is Gina Torres. So Bungie yes, has a long right, history <laughs> of pretty much employing the Firefly people in in voice acting positions. I'm still waiting for Alan Tudyk. Man, he's got to make his appearance back. And there's a few other characters mm-hmm. that need to hop in here. So come on, Bungie, they get were on in it. Halo ODST as well. A lot of the Firefly mm-hmm. actors yep. voiced characters in ODST. Man, that was. I, Good time. Who's Jane Jane's voice or Jane's The actor real actor name? I don't remember. Yeah. Sorry, Jane. <laughs> I know your song, Adam Baldwin. There we go. There we go. On that. That's right. <laughs> I know the song way better than I know your name. So <laughs> I'm betting the spring uh, DLC or expansion brings us up to thirty and then three sixty light. All right, Diddy, the phrasing of new raid content. So when the official press release went out on Activision's website, it talks about the new strike. Um, I think I think strikes plural, but it was, I believe, confirmed just as usual that there'll probably be a PlayStation-exclusive strike. I know there's a PlayStation-exclusive multiplayer map. No surprises there. But when it got to new raid content, that is the phrasing that they used. They didn't say new raid. It said new raid content. So the explosion of theories went are we going to get a new room or fight in the leviathan are we going back to the vault of glass those are the two main prevailing theories or are we getting a new raid altogether what do you think you know i'm really hoping that it is an entirely brand new raid i think in my personal opinion for me it would be an extreme letdown if they just added more to the leviathan now, obviously, Le- Leviathan is quite large, and they could just do an entirely new raid on the Leviathan. Um, but if we think back to the Taken King, the story mode, we spoilers, we defeated 
Oryx, right, through the story. Did he? I didn't know that. Uh, whatever. Wow, it's you just ruined the game. <laughs> and so, and then he took himself, and then we defeated him again in the raid. And that, to me, just makes the arc of the expansion way better. So, to if, if Osiris is the main focus for this expansion, and then we just flip and go back to Callus and the Leviathan raid, it's just going to be very jarring for me in terms of the story-wise and lore-wise. But, um, and I also hope that they do a new Vex raid instead of just giving us Vault of Glass tweaked again, because um, that'll be the third time that we've done that. And as great as Vault of Glass is, it's the original raid, I think Bungie has really come a long way in preparing and creating raid content. So it would be it would be disappointing to say the least if they just returned to form and gave us vanilla content from Destiny 1 again. What if the only raid we're going to play for all of year one Destiny 2 is the Leviathan? And the Leviathan, <laughs> you know how you can see it? orbiting outside of Nessus. Mm-hmm. What if it just keeps following us and every new expansion you look up and there's the stupid space whale and every single expansion is us getting new rooms in the you know, I don't want it to be that. That would actually, you know, now thinking about it that way, I think that would actually be really cool because then it has its own story arc, right? Then Callus becomes the ultimate bad guy yeah we need a bad guy that lasts we need a bad guy that lasts more than one expansion and (laughs) yeah at this point the darkness has lasted more than one expansion but we haven't (laughs) fought them yet so once we fight the darkness are they just going to go away forever and we're just going to be done i guess that's the end of destiny 3 at the at the end of the uh the 10-year lifespan of, of destiny or so that they say so but yeah, I just I, I really wish it ties in with the story of this expansion, this new raid content, as opposed to flipping a switch and going back to the Leviathan. I think that would that would not be great for me. Yeah, I, I agree. I really just want incentives. If you bring me back some cool rewards, I'll play whatever raid content you yes. give me. Bring back yes. the Faithbringer, guys, or bring back something of that <laughs> that caliber. Weapons that made you feel powerful. Speaking weapons of weapons curse- that when they dropped, you said yes. Yeah, Something I like have that. 20 VOG completions. I have no Fatebringers, Diddy. None. Zero. And it took me like my 19th VOG before I got the Mythoclast. And when I got that Mythoclast, it was this summer, dude, this last summer. And I was still freaking pumped. That's because those weapons are like mythical in the Destiny ethos because they were powerful. And ever since like year two of D1, it's like, no, everybody gets a gold star. All the raid weapons are just average. <laughs> So, I'm glad anyway. you mentioned the Mythoclast, though, because in the trailer we see Osiris not wielding the Mythoclast, so to speak, but a, a Vex-like weapon. So hopefully that art style and that design style comes back from the Mythoclast. PC players, if you haven't seen it before, look up Vex Mythoclast, and you'll see what we mean. It looks fantastic. Three streams for Curse of Osiris. We've experienced something like this a handful of times before. If you're new to the Bungie streams, they do this before new releases where they'll spread out these little 30-minute to hour-long announcement streams regarding information about the upcoming release. And so the first Curse of Osiris stream is going to be twitch.tv slash Bungie, 11 a.m. Pacific. This is Wednesday, November 15th. So that's coming up in 
10 days from the recording date of this podcast, a little less. It'll be like a week and a half when I think this thing goes live. Um, all right. No. Yeah. It's just a week when this thing goes live. Mm-hmm. Yep. This, the first stream is all about um, the characters you'll meet, the enemies you'll fight. Too long. Didn't read. You're going to meet Osiris. Thanks for coming. <laughs> stream two. New ways to play. That'll be the next week, November 21st. Lovely and Pacific time. Watch us preview some of the new activities that will challenge you and your fire team. Here's a strike. Stream three. New gear to earn. Inspect the new inventories and see it all in action on a brand new Crucible map. Watch our PvP team try and play. Yay! <laughs> 11 a.m. Pacific, Wednesday, November 29th. Really? I like that they do these streams. I do. It's just some of them, if you've been around for these before, some of these are better than others. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, and I think stream two is the stream we should all watch. Because yes. yeah. Tuesday, November 21st at 11 a.m. Pacific, new ways to play. They're going to introduce new strikes. I think that's when we'll see more info about the Infinite Forest, maybe even see gameplay of it. I think that's yeah, going to be totally the most right. interesting one. Obviously... People who don't like to be spoiled, uh, any information, don't watch any of these streams, of course. I don't think that needs to be said, but just fair warning there. I think the first one's going to be way, way too revealing about the story mode, but uh, it's going to pique my interest at least. So, yeah. How would you feel about uh, Osiris being a Dawnblade Diddy? Because even as a warlock myself, I looked at that and go, what are you What are you doing, dude? <laughs> Nova Bomb. Nova Bomb. It. I really wanted him to be a, something totally different, right? Something that we haven't seen before. A fourth subclass? It would That'd be sweet. It, fourth subclass, right? Fourth, it it yeah. would have been really, really cool if we had Sunsinger at Destiny 2 instead of Dawnblade for the solar, like we did in Destiny yeah. 1. And yeah. then we see Osiris be the Dawnblade, and that would have been so hype. Be like, oh my God, new subclass or tweaked subclass. That would have been so amazing to see, but... Uh, unfortunately man it's his gauntlets i thought they were uh the destiny one Stormcaller gauntlets but it looks like they're white instead of blue or orange so it looks like there's a new exotic gauntlets coming but don't the manacles for it. yeah the manacles yeah okay yeah they're they're like vex milky he's probably harnessed the vex milk that like yeah that's what controls his time i guess or allows yeah, don't him to fall into time. that stuff man you'll end up like asher with a robot arm zombie robots <laughs> all right the faction rally is coming back for the pc players who don't know what this is it is a week-long event where you're going to pledge to one of the three factions that destiny has to offer new monarchy future war cult and dead orbit and as you play different activities throughout the week you're going to earn you guessed it tokens and those tokens <laughs> you get to turn in at your faction vendor and as you rank up you have the option to earn new faction gear they have faction armor faction weapons faction shaders the weapons are pretty much reskins, and the armor is uh, also reskins. But some of the weapons look really cool, and some of them are good. Um, I will say that this time, Diddy. Oh, explain how the the prize works, Diddy. How who wins the faction rally? How? So, depending on the number of people who, so as you play through faction rallies, right? As you pledge to a faction, various activities earn you experience with that faction and the faction with the most experience or most tokens or whatever at the end of the event wins and the winner uh, provides a weapon to everybody and if you had pledged to that faction that wins you get it at a severe discount or significant discount as opposed to others 
Yep. And only the winning faction gets the special weapon. This time mm-hmm. around, uh, it'll be a new monarchy sword if new monarchy wins, which looks like the thousand degree knife, which I kind of like that they did that. <laughs> the future war cult, if they win, it's going to be a fusion rifle that looks a lot like the vacancy for those of you who played some of the final updates for Destiny 1. And then Dead Orbit Diddy is a grenade launcher. Now, this is one of two things. Either Bungie is trying to, like, do an internal bet inside the office and go, how poorly of a reward can we give to Dead Orbit and have them still win? That's what I think is going on. Or they just don't want them to win this time because they won the last faction rally, so. Yeah, because grenade launchers are not that effective in the game. <laughs> oh, especially this kind, too, dude. It's the single, the single shot grenade launcher. Uh, yeah, so if you win, future it's a thousand. I'll go for it. My bad. Yeah, if you win, you you get to purchase the winning weapon from that vendor uh, for a thousand glimmer. Uh, that's if you pledge to that faction. And uh, if you didn't pledge that faction, you can buy it for like I think fifty thousand glimmer. Fifty so k. Yeah, it's a, it's a significant decrease or uh, discount. But uh, for future war cult and their fusion rifles with their track record, you want this fusion rifle. Without seeing the stats, you're gonna want this fusion rifle. Just let's get the fusion rifle. Are you, really are you want pledging FWC again? I really want the sword, but I think the fusion rifle is going to be a little bit more f- useful, but the sword is going to be more fun. I'm conflicted. I'm going to have to flip a coin here. <laughs> I really hope they bring in Seven Seraphs as a new faction in Curse of Osiris, dude. Like That'd be nice. I would have loved some new factions with Destiny 2 because I would be ready to pledge somebody else in a heartbeat. I don't have any allegiance. In, in Destiny 1, I was all new monarchy, and now I'm confused because... Executor Hideo, man, I didn't like his one line of dialogue. I wasn't into that. Future War Cult, I loved it. Lakshmi was just speaking to me, but I don't like their colors. And Dead Orbit is just Dead Orbit. Everybody goes Dead Orbit these days. It's the cool thing to do. So enjoy the faction rally, you guys. It actually, I think it is a, a fun event. I like what they did. And so people who are new know this was actually an idea the community had throughout Destiny 1. This is something to throw props to Bungie for, in which we we said... We really would like a way to compete with other factions, and so this is what they developed. I'm, there's more potential in this system for sure, but I am pleased that they sort of made it a bit of a competition, you know? Yeah, exactly. It's it's really cool that they added this, and it just gives us something more to do. Indeed. Well, that's pretty much it for news this week, Diddy. The quarter three Activision Blizzard investor earnings call happened and usually we cover that briefly on the show. I cut like a 16-minute video on this in detail on my channel. If people want to check that out, shameless self-promotion. I'm just going to give the really short paraphrase of it all. Activision Blizzard, it's a publicly traded company. The stock ticker is ATVI. It's done extremely well. It's viewed very positively in the financial news media. They're talked about all the time. They're pretty much the poster child for... Um, a publicly traded video game stock company. And since Activision Blizzard also own King, the people who develop Candy Crush and Bubble Witch and like a thousand other really successful mobile games, they generate a ton of revenue. In terms of Destiny news, the only real information we got is that Destiny 2 is the best-selling console game this year, which uh, is pretty crazy since we're only, what, two months in. Maybe Call of Duty will take that place since it usually does. And then the revenue per player is higher than it's ever been before, and the attach rate for expansion purchases per player is higher than it's ever been before. They're very pleased uh, with Destiny 2 from those metrics, 
and they also have said that um, this is going. They're going to have the most content that Destiny has ever had post-launch, starting with the launch of Curse of Osiris, which is December fifth in season two. Uh, it's just the reality of it, Diddy. It's about making money, and Activision <laughs> is making a lot of money. So what I stress in that video is, if you're not super stoked with where Destiny is at right now, I would encourage you not to buy Brett Engrams, not to support Eververse, unless you truly feel like they're doing a good job and you want to support them in that way. But it it is seen as a a blank checkbox of success. If we're happy, we're obviously buying those those engrams and buying the expansions. It's really tough to give advice on the expansions because if you're a Destiny community member, in order to keep playing the game, you pretty much have to buy the expansions. So uh, I'm not going to get political here. I'm just, uh, it's, uh, that's what's going on. That and Overwatch League is about to take over the world. Yeah, the Overwatch League uh, USA versus Korea games, insane. And it's one of the main reasons I'm playing Widowmaker this season because, oof, flower on Widowmaker for those games. If you haven't watched it, and if you play Overwatch, you should go watch it right now because it's ridiculous. Yeah, the the World Cup matches from BlizzCon were Mm -hmm. awesome. Uh, BlizzCon in general, dude, pretty cool announcements coming out. I really hope Bungie... I wish Bungie got a space like that, you know, had a panel or something like that. I know we have Destiny Con, uh, Guardian Con, excuse me, and uh, they have a presence there, but it'd be really cool to have like a developer Q&A or, or this one time a year where we get this giant set of announcements from them, but who knows if Blizzard will shepherd them in. It is BlizzCon, not ActiCon, so. <laughs> one year, one year it'll be a Activision Blizzard Con or whatever, ActiCon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where can people find your content? Twitter.com slash Diddy, D-T-S, D-I-T-T-Y-D-T-S, and YouTube.com slash Rooshness, W-O-O-O-S-H-N-E-S-S. You can find all the links from today and more on our website, DestinyTheShow.com. You can follow us on Twitter, at DestinyTheShow, or join us in our Discord. We're very happy to see as many members uh, as we have. Uh, pretty much all of our clans are full at this point, but there's always a few folks uh, leaving and popping in. So if you're trying to get into the DTS clan, uh, just keep an eye on it. We have, like I said, maybe one or two members that pop in and out each week. You can follow me at BBK Dragoon on YouTube and Twitter. Thanks very much for listening. Have an awesome week, and we'll check in with you next time.